What's up, folks? How is everybody doing? How are you doing? Welcome to the Ripe Gem Moon. This is your host, Jermaine Morrison Green. Jay Morrison Green here. Today we have a few topics about the media and what's going on. Currently, I am at home. It's Sunday and I'm relaxed. No work today. There's work tomorrow, though. There's work tomorrow. <laughs> All right, man. So I'm in New York City, right? For those people that have listened to my podcast before, of course you know I'm in New York City, baby. The Big Apple, baby. Guess what? Um, There's an issue we got in New York City right now. I, I Some friends told me that, hey, listen, Jermaine, you heard about the issue that's going on with the homeless... Um, not the homeless, actually the migrants that's moving into the city. It's a lot of people from South America. They're seeking asylum in America, right? They they walked on foot for miles, hundreds, hundreds of miles, probably thousands of miles. I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a measuring tape. Don't ask me. But listen, um, so they get to places like Mexico. Then they cross the border and they went straight over to Texas. In Texas, Texas uh, governor, he said, listen, we don't want you people here. We're going to scatter you around the country. <laughs> now, our mayor in New York City, Mayor um, Adams, he went ahead and said, we welcome migrants. I think when he was running, maybe for his, um, during the elections, maybe, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this. I'm not sure. But... However, he did say it, and the governor of Texas decided, hey, he want to say that? I'm going to let him live up to his words now. Now, these two um, sitting officials are actually, um, the, I'm talking about the mayor of New York and the governor of Texas. I, I think they're from different sides of the uh, political coin. So uh, the mayor of New York, I think he's Democratic and um, he's Democrat and sorry. And the, the Texas um, governor is a Republican. So, you know, you know how it is, man. These guys always politics. They always have wars. They always go back and forth. So now he's shipping these migrants in drones of buses, caravanning straight to New York City. <laughs> This guy's a comedian. I tell you that. He's a comedian. That's a funny thing to do. But he shipped them over. He's like, okay, you want to speak like that? I'm going to let you live up to your word right now. And he shipped them over. So now you have um, all these people in New York City with no homes and basically no way to sleep. So what do you call people that don't have a home? <laughs> Oh, you do the math. Come on. Come on. Figure it out in your head. You got it. Uh, okay. Homeless, right? So, New York City. For those people that don't know New York City, I know there's good and bad. Whenever you speak to people about New York City, they always give you the, oh my God, it is spectacular. It is beautiful. I must say, New York is beautiful. Concrete jungle. A lot of different sculptures. We are... They, whoever decided to start building the skyline, an amazing thing to do. The New York, the Manhattan skyline is amazing. You see all the beautiful buildings, Statue of Liberty, home of the Brooklyn Bridge, all these things, right? So everybody wants, they dream of New York. My family, 
myself, we are also um, uh, immigrants. We we migrated to this uh, immigrated to this uh, country, and one of the places we want really wanted to come to was New York City. So you have all these people from South America that have dreamed about coming to New York City, and now they're finally here. But the problem is. If you don't have a plan when you come to New York City, um, you're, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. It's guaranteed you're going to fail. And one of those places you're going to be is on the streets. So New York, what, what New York does well, what am I say? The New York system does well. They take care of the homeless issue over here. And I know, I know, don't get on me. Don't get on me yet, New Yorkers, because I know New Yorkers are probably going to be like, what, is this guy crazy? All the homeless people in the train, you telling me you we take care of the homeless? No way, buddy. Get out of here. You're crazy. No, listen, hear me out. Look at the stats. Statistically, before the pandemic, New York was doing something like 95% of the homeless were sheltered. And I know what you're thinking. People that classify as homeless are, are probably just a PPC outside. No, that's not it. Homeless, you see all those Section 8 homes, all those people in shelters. Those are considered homeless folks as well. And New York has programs to get a lot of people to actually have shelter. Um, and... Of course, morally, it's a good thing to do. Also, you, we don't want to end up like Skid Row LA. If <laughs> you those people that have never been to Skid Row, listen, listen, go to if you want to see what a homeless problem is, go to LA. It is like you ever seen that movie? Well, you see Mad Max, of course, that can be in there. Ever seen that movie? Welcome, what is it? Welcome to LA or? Escape LA or something like that, right? Is that it? Russell Crowe, was it Russell Crowe? I don't know old movies, man. I'm uh memories, they don't live right. But anyway, it's it's the homeless pop the homeless issue over there has it's a runaway greenhouse. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know how for New Yorkers, for those people for those people that have a homeless issue, you know how when you go on the train you see maybe the most two homeless folks on there except for when we had the pandemic we had like five of them on on the subway oh you see five of them in there when you go to skid row in la or you go for to san francisco it's a whole city it's like a whole village or something like that so tents all over the place it's it's there's the homeless has run amok they're everywhere everywhere it, um, if you want to know more about it, look up, um, just go on YouTube, man, go on YouTube, go on YouTube. You, you'll find out about what's going on in LA. They have something like, I think like two to $3 billion invested in the homeless over there and still can't get rid of, still can't solve the issue. Did I, I was just about to say, get rid of the homeless. No, 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 no. You don't want to speak like that. You don't want to speak like that. There's still people. There's still human beings, just like you and I, there's still human beings, but I must say, how many times have you been on the subway and that stench hits you, that smell go up your nose? Have you ever seen cartoon, and particularly Spongebob? You remember when Patrick, when Patrick finally got a nose and he smelled all the beautiful smells, right? But then 
he starts smelling garbage and what it really smells like. <laughs> you didn't understand what I'm saying? It was it's terrible. That's that smell of of not taking a shower, stinky shoes, all all that that grime and all that stuff on your skin. Yeah. Have you ever went about three days? Cause I have. Three to four days without taking a shower? Don't judge me. Don't judge me. But have you been three to four days without taking a shower? Yes, that's the homeless. And I'm not trying to make fun of them. Because let me tell you a story. I'm going to get back to the real story. I know I have this podcast. I do a lot of side stories. But listen, I had a friend. Back when I first when I had my first job, I worked at Conway. And Conway Clothing Store. It's not around anymore. So don't go looking it up. Um, I... I worked at this clothing store and I remember I had a, this buddy of mine and this, this plays into the, the illusion of what places like New York sends to people, right? This kid came from Michigan and he and his buddy, close friends, pretty cool friend. I'm not friends with him anymore. I lost contact, but they came from Michigan to come to New York to, to pursue a rap career, music career, right? And of course, of course. We're all captivated by what we see on TV. You know, you if you watch Home Alone, Lost in New York, when you see how beautiful New York was, especially Christmas time, and it is, it is. If you have money and you can afford New York, it is one of the best places to just go straight, lazy, and fat, and be happy all the time. <laughs> yeah, but so they saw New York on TV and my buddy and his buddy came over and they're pursuing, um, you know, they had, they were promised that they're going to get a contract and they're going to work with um, maybe Rockefeller or one of these guys. No, is it Rock Nation? Well, I said Rockefeller. Rock Nation. Is it Rock Nation? I don't know music labels. Don't, don't, don't get at me for that. But anyway, they came out here. No plan. The only thing they know, the only plan they had was I'm going to become a rapper. And... Boom. Legend had it. These guys are on the streets now. No place to stay, of course. And they start staying in the shelter. My buddy, I, I met this guy because I, I would say what up to him because he's always selling newspapers on the corner. And I say what up? And he's pretty cool. His name is um, Casanova. Yeah, I know. Casanova. There's a lot of Casanovas. But this guy's Casanova. Really cool guy, I must say. Really cool cat. He's about... Maybe about four years older than I am, but he 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 said, "Yo, you want me to rap for you?" And he, you know, he's telling me about how he's a rapper and how he came over here. So I'm looking at him, and you know, you can tell when someone is homeless. A the smell that's number one. No disrespect again. I know some folks, other folks, has been homeless too. A the smell, and then his clothes. You notice by the clothes, clothes that hasn't been washed. It looks, uh, oh, no, some of it ripped, looks baggy because it doesn't match. You know, either those people were, they had lost weight and the clothes that's on them doesn't fit or they just got hand-me-downs or clothes that people tossed away, right? So, and he, he had this thing on his head. You can tell that he didn't either cut his hair or whatever is going on under there wasn't right because he's always scratching his head and it smell, man. You know, cool cat again, and I hope he's cool. But this guy, he told he told me a story, and he's like, yeah, you know, I had to get away from where I was. It was pretty bad over there. He's in a gang, of course, 
not of course, because not everybody's in the gang. But um, he came over and, and the city got him lost, man. He ne- from what I've known, he never um got to. Well, he never got the contract that he wanted, and now he's on the streets. He's selling newspaper back. Newspaper, you know, this is how long it was. People, do people still buy newspapers? But he was selling it on the corner, and he told me about um how bad it was. Because even though, you know, Mayor Adams is trying to put those people in homeless shelters, this guy was telling me how bad the homeless shelter was. He told me that, um, yeah, you in there, man, and you got to watch out. Actually, no, his buddy was telling me this, not him. His buddy was telling me, yo, you in there, bro, you got to watch out because these dudes would jump you, you know what I mean? They would jump you, and you never know when you can get stabbed or shot. And, this, you know, this guy, one of them, one of his other buddy rolled up. That's how, that's how deep I was. Every, all my lunch break, I would go, I would go chill with these guys all the time. And one of his buddies showed up with a knife on his side. I'm like, damn, is that bad? And he's like, yeah, it's that bad. You gotta, you gotta watch out, man. It's, it's those shelters. You could be in there sleeping, and it's like, you ever seen those like jail movies? How dudes would just pull you off the bunk and beat the hell out of you? Yeah. This this happened in the homeless shelters. I don't know. If that's true or not, so don't don't take my word for it. Go and do your own research. But imagine coming to this place, captivated by the magical stories you've heard. Saw all the movies, um, still shots, still pictures. And you're thinking, oh, man, I cannot wait to get to New York City. Got to New York City. No plan. On the streets. And it happens to a lot of people. There's another story I'm gonna I'm gonna say, and I'm sidetracking a lot here. Hold on, stay with me. There's another there's a guy on the subway that um that I met. So last year or this year, earlier this year, I just overcame COVID, right? I was out for about two weeks or a week and a half, something like that. And you know, these blood sucking companies, they always gotta call you back out. To make sure that you come give them your blood so they can make some money. Ah. So my job called me back out. They're like, hey, listen, you got to go back out. We need you. And I go, oh, man, I'm still sick. I was still coughing. I So I wasn't, um, what you call it? Just damn. This is how long COVID. This is how long. This is how the COVID information is draining from my head. I should have wrote all this down. But you know that what is it? I was now is it asymptomatic? No, that's not asymptomatic. Anyway, I was now okay enough to walk, um, speak long sentences without coughing all the time. But I still had this slight cough, you know. And I'm on the subway. I remember this vividly because I have it saved on my phone as well. As this is this story played out, I was sitting there. I was drinking a bottle of water, and across me. I sit. I was sitting maybe in the midsection of the train and in the back of the cart. And as I'm sitting there, I drunk my water. I put it down. This this young man, he's you can tell like he's he's homeless because he's missing. <laughs> it's in the dead of winter. He's missing like a pair of shoes. Yeah, we got one 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 shoes on. Not a pair of shoes. One shoes. And he goes, Hey, can I get a can I get a sip of your water? I go, Dude. 
What kind of nasty, you know, what kind of nasty ish is that? I don't even give him my, my water. No, he's good. Bro, I'm really thirsty. I'm like, bro, no, I'm not giving you my water. Some nasty ish, you know what I mean? So he goes, bro, I said, listen, listen, man. I don't want to say, you know, this is one thing you don't want to do. During the, during the pandemic, you never want to say. First thing first, you never want to cough in front of people, sneeze in front of people, or say the C word. Those things are very true. You never want to say it. So I said, I said, listen, I said it under my breath. I said, listen, man, I'm not overcoming COVID with my mask on, of course. You know, you got your mask down. These, these people trip out. I said, listen, I'm not overcoming COVID. I don't want to get you sick. He goes, oh, it's fine. You got COVID. It's fine with me. I just need water. <laughs> I said, yo, everybody's looking at me now because the train was now getting packed because during COVID, during the pandemic, trains are usually empty, but they were now getting, you know, getting packed again. So he looked at me. He goes, he, he shouted loud. So everybody now is looking at me. I go, Jesus Christ, bro. Bro, I'm not giving you this water. So I said, listen, I'm going to go when I get off the train. Because I had no cash on me. I said, no, listen, we can go ahead and I'll give you some water. I'll buy you some water. He goes, man, I can't. And as a matter of fact, I was running late too. So I'm like, God, I hope this guy says no. Yo, he still drunk the water. He still took the water and drunk the water. He's like, I don't care. I drink the water. I said, what the, yo, I don't know what happened to that kid. I hope he's still alive. I overcame COVID, of course. I'm still here. But this is what I asked him, hey, how did you get in this situation? We started, you know, we started reasoning and stuff. We started chatting. So, you know, you don't want to just come out and be like, yo, how the hell you got on this train? How, why are you homeless? You know, you don't want to do that. So I said, hey, what's up, man? Like, what happened to you? How, how did you end up in this situation? He said, listen, man, abuse. I'm like, abuse. Looking at this man, he looks, he's, a, he's still a kid. You can still see he's like in his early 20s, maybe. But I'm like, abuse, you know? Playing dumb right now. But I'm like, there's no way this kid could be getting abused. Look at him. He looks like he's healthy, you know? He looks healthy, at least, besides missing his shoe and smelling bad. He goes, no. Nah. I said, so what you mean? What you mean abuse? He goes, you know, like uh, family abuse, man. At home, you know, my family was abusing me. I'm like damn abusing so he's like i'm like so why why are you on the train though like why not in the shelter he goes um you know in the shelter same thing like what my my buddy said from before he said yeah you in there man they beat you up man they beat you up to take your stuff the other people they gang up on you and beat you up so i'm like jesus so what do you do he says i sleep on the train and and especially in the summertime it's better because you get, it's warmer and stuff. And you can go outside. Like, you can go outside in the summertime, which is much better. Most of the time, I'm on the train. I don't even see sunlight some days. I'm like, oh, shh, Jesus. You don't, damn. So he goes, um, I said, how long you been here? He said, like, two and a half years. On and off. He said he went back, but it's, the abuse continued, and he went back to the streets. So I think that, even though we New York is accepting mayor to you, even though you're you're accepting a lot of migrants, you gotta also look into those shelters, man. Cause then we're gonna have more people on the streets, you know? More it's people and, and one thing people love to do is one thing 
everybody, all of us, we most of us are guilty of this, is that we always beat down the people be, that we feel that's below us, you know? You ever been to a job where, or even school, where somebody you know that gets, they get bullied, or the boss may speak to an employee a certain way, in a very disrespectful way, but that employee now, in turn, turns around and speaks to you or someone else in an in that same tone, because we, we have a tradition of beating down people that we feel as below us, you know, the humanity, even though we're supposed to be the higher beings on the planet, we still somehow are animal-like, you know, sometimes worse than chimpanzees, if you ask me, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's the last I've seen of that kid. I always wanted to go back. I was I was take that train so I can run back into him, but I never saw him again. Hope he's good. Hope he's good. You know, don't judge me. I hope this kid did not contracted. Con, uh, was it? Is it contracted or contacted my COVID strain? Please, anybody see a, a, a about a twenty year old about let me see five. Five five male Hispanic, dark hair. Let me know. I don't even know this kid's name. I forgot his name. I'm so bad with names. I'm super bad with names. I forgot his name, but yeah, I hope he's good, man. But yeah, so the the, the back to the story. So the governor of Texas shipping he's shipping people down to New York City, some to D.C., but and even from D.C., some of them are coming here. So the deal was he's going to ship people to the families, to their families, right? Just to, um, and a lot of people said they want to go to New York City. Even the ones that said they didn't want to come to New York City, he's sending them over here. So I don't know. You see, just the thing about politics, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. We're just, it's like the, they have these games that they play. And who suffers for it? The taxpayers, the people that's that don't know anything that's going on, anything that's going on. And these they, they're not like these these people that we put in office. We put we we should hold them to a certain standard. You know, they should not be able to get away with some of these things they do, man. Because this is gonna this New York is spilling. You know, New York City is. It's already crowded. To me, it's way too proud, way too crowded. Either I gotta get out or I gotta do something to help. And I might do a little bit of both because I really want to move out of New York City one day. I think I don't like I don't like the crowd. I can work here. I work here. I work here. But to live here, man, oh Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And with the homeless situation, you gotta think about mental health which is a big thing very big thing and i'm gonna get into that right now but first i must say r.i.p to um was that the my condolences to the family of the mass shooting that just happened in thailand i think it happened about um was that three to four days ago i think uh october 9th um so this cop walked into this and this, this, every time I think about this story, it hurts my heart. He walked into this school where his, I'm, I'm assuming his, um, was it a school? I'm not sure. It's a building. And he walked into this, 
this building where his kid was and his wife was. And he shot the two of them. Not only that, he went ahead and, sh and he shot 28 more people. At least he killed 28 more people. So 30 people in total died. And then he took his life. And he took his own life. And uh, Mental health. I, I highly recommend that if you know someone that's struggling right now, have, that's battling certain things, you you help you help man because i've seen i see folks that's just they're good you know them you've seen them almost all your life and then all of a sudden they just snap not i mean don't get me wrong not just snap some people do do certain things like for instance uh drugs that's a big one and taking the wrong type of drugs or the drug taking over dosage of drugs and also, of course, some people, uh, they've seen war or, you know, you used to call that shell shock. Or they've been, they've seen post-trauma, you know, they've seen stuff that, that still traumatize them. Um, that's, uh, speaking of drugs as well, that's running rampant right now in the homeless, in, with the homeless. You have, um, if, for those people that work in Manhattan, you notice some of the weirdest, weirdest zombie sightings you've ever seen before. Yes, I, I said it, zombies. There's people out there walking around and acting like zombies. They're, the opioid situation's getting way out. It's gotten way out of hand. It's gotten way out of hand. I was, I was with my buddy at work. And this guy just start yelling. No, it was, a, it was a lady start yelling. The guy start he start jumping on the ground. He like jumping up and down. And one guy I passed, he just stood there. He kind of looked like a coat hanger, coat rack. He just like the the one with the long pole, the, the hat rack, right? He just stood there and his head tilted to the side, and the dude is just like there. <laughs> he just he just took up the space but he's not really like he's moving but not moving and then he just freaks out like he just went into a sh like he just got shot you know you ever seen that that thing where people are on the the operating table and the doctor's doing the um what you call that thing that you rub together to get their their pulse working again their heart to to work again and yeah this guy and then when they get up they start well i don't know start kicking maybe i don't know maybe i don't know what the hell i'm talking about but yeah, this guy just—he would just be standing there and then just freak out. I'm like, what the hell? Or they either yelling, they—they taking full dumps on the sidewalk, full dump on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. It's crazy. I've never. You see this one. This there's a situation with this girl. She's homeless, and she's. I'm walking into Dunkin' Donuts. Gotta get my coffee. Had to get my pumpkin spice. Of course. Starts the day. It feels right. Mmm. I want I want one of those right now. But yeah, I, I walked into Dunkin' Donuts. Here she is. This beautiful looking chick. She looks hot. But then she comes to me. She starts speaking. And then her teeth look discolored. Alright. One first sign. Discoloring, t discoloring the teeth, right? Then she goes, um, hey, you got you got two dollars. 
I'm trying to get a coffee. I'm like, oh shit. At first, I didn't know she was homeless because she's she's not really dressed like the homeless type. But she goes, I need two dollars. I said, nah, I don't, I don't carry cash on me. Okay. I'm like, well, you trying to get coffee? I'll, I'll buy you a coffee. It's fine. She goes, no, it's fine. I just really wanted the money. And then she smiled. I said, oh, shit. But, but then, then I see she's asking everyone else. And then she sits on the floor outside of the store. I'm like, holy shit. Then she goes and she went into her bag. Because I'm there now. I'm just kind of intrigued. Because this girl, she looks hot. She looks good. And she takes out something out of her out of her bag and she just, you know, takes out the needle and just, she just basically stab herself. I don't know. Is that heroin? I'm not sure what that is. It was funny. I don't, I'm my, I know, I know a lot of the drugs, maybe all of them that people talk about, you know, heroin, crystal, you know, um, fentanyl and all that stuff, but I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I like stay away from that type of shit. And of course, weed I've seen before. I've, I've smoked weed before. I don't smoke now, but I used to little. That stuff don't do nothing for me, though. You know, it doesn't, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm an 80s baby. You know, back when you used to, you have the little notebooks with the, the little writing in the back of it that says, say no to drugs. You know, Nancy Reagan she passed those out to all these different places and countries and all this stuff. He said, have people, the back of it said, I forgot, damn, I wish I saved one of those books. He used to say, um, say no, stay in school, say no to drugs. Something like that it said, right? <laughs> well, I didn't even know what drugs was. I didn't, I used to get the books and even know what drugs was back in the day. I remember the first time I smelled more marijuana, I'm like, holy shit, this shit stinks. <laughs> Now, I used to see the rosters and the dreads and all them dudes. They used to drink like uh, Guinness and 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 have have a uh, smoke, right? God damn, I hated that. The smell of that shit was so bad to me. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how, how y'all. How do people live by? I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Don't think I'm judging here. How how y'all just live by? Let a substance control y'all, man. Like, I just, I hate, I hate stuff on me. I hate putting stuff in me. No, I, yeah, I don't know how women have stuff going in and out of them. <laughs> I have to put that joke in there. No disrespect. But yeah, you know, I, I can't take drugs, man. I don't, I don't judge no one. I think drugs technically to me should be legal. I think the problem is, is that we're, we have, people got to get drugs, right? from the black market or, you know, sketchy characters, shady cats. And a lot of times what I've heard, what I've heard, I don't know the streets. I'm not on the streets. What I've heard is that a lot of times they cut those drugs with a lot of um, different substance that they themselves don't even know what it is. They're just trying to, they're just trying to, you know, fatten their pockets and get their margins to be a lot more. So what they do, like you heard about the fentanyl, like situation where they have like, People are trying to get, um, what is that? Is that, um, these different, um, what you call it? Not, uh, not opium. Damn, what's on the streets right now? Not crystal. Um, not crystal, man. Um, damn, see, my, my brain just went, but basically people try to get legit drugs 
but these guys are cut, cutting it with fentanyl. And fentanyl, I heard, is just a little bit of it can, the wrong dosage can kill you. Look at um, one of my one of one of my favorite Wire characters, um, Michael K. Williams. Did I say that name right? I'm bad with names. Yeah, Michael K. Williams. I love that guy. The minute I start following him, is that's when he died. Like literally a week later. I'm a. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what kind of, what kind of voodoo I got going on? But yeah, he um he died, man, in Brooklyn. He was shooting some new uh different vice shows and all this stuff he had going on. And that guy was doing something with his life, and he died. So I heard a lot of people that overdose, they overdose over stuff they don't even know. Even like marijuana, you know, they lace that stuff with different stuff, and you get you get destroyed. Even they even put fentanyl in there. I think I've heard of stories that just go crazy, and just uh, people speak about it casually, casually. They just speak about it, like yo, you know, I. They'll be like, you know, like. I, I overdosed one time on this. Somebody told me they overdosed one time on. Um, no, it's not. Is it ketamine? Is it ketamine or fentanyl? See, now I'm fucking. Uh, I don't. Maybe I don't know the drugs. I don't know these drugs, man. I need somebody else to help me out here. It might have been ketamine, something. They, they, whatever they were doing was laced with ketamine. And they just like kind of died. And was revived in the hospital. So that's 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 crazy, man. You see these people out here. I, I heard that. So you know, people that take drugs, right? Obviously, they got they got shit going on. And most people, why why people take stuff, even drink alcohol. Alcohol is one of the biggest drugs I know. If by any means, that's probably the one of the worst ones ever. Alcohol. And we take all these stuff to alter. We gotta alter our state. You know, we want to feel good. We want to feel like we're alive. And a lot of times, we go too far. Human beings, we go far. We wanna, we wanna go to the next level. I remember I was raised, which I heard now is wrong. You shouldn't, shouldn't think like this. But I was raised where they said if you, if you smoke weed, you can eventually want to go to something else, then something else. And something else. I don't think it's like that. I think that that statement is kind of true and not. I think once you know control, you know what you like, and that's it. I know people that smoke weed and they only smoke weed. That's it. But I know people that they do that and then they want to try more. Because I feel like some, some of these people are just numb. They're just dull inside. They want to feel, you know. They really want to feel and then they take it to the next step. And that's where it goes horribly wrong. Because you don't even, you're not a chemist. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what dosage to put in there. So I think if they make a lot of these stuff legal, heroin, heroin is the big one. Heroin is the big one I heard. Once you go on heroin, you can't get off of that. Um, yeah. I think that's what the person told me. I think they would take, they were doing heroin and they, somebody may have put, ketamine or fentanyl or something like that inside and uh, and and basically killed them and they were resuscitated so you got to be careful man and you find a lot of this on the, on the streets man that's the only the only thing i know about the streets i talk to a lot of people the homeless folks they're out there and you can speak to them they're all over new york city all over new york city um san francisco la 
All those big major cities, they got them. They got them. Some places take care of it better than others, but they, they're out there, man. And, you know, when they can't get the drugs, when you're hooked on that type of stuff, you know what they do? They go to start stealing and all this. A buddy of mine told me that, which is which is kind of true. I've heard this before. Some of these guys, they, they when it's wintertime, they want, just because they're so scared of the shelter, they'll go and commit a crime so they can go to jail and get three meals a day. <laughs> Imagine jail is the is the ladder up. That's crazy. Jail is the better option. That is that is insane. I don't know. I feel like we um as a society we are just we're going crazy. Going goddamn bonkers, man. I don't know. Ah, I, I don't know. And on the other hand now, you have um you have Russia Ukraine situation, and we don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, we don't know if Big Vlad is going to go ahead and drop that, you know, drop that thing that he want to drop. Because I heard that he's losing a little, but we don't know. This could be propaganda too. You know, a lot of times they tell us, but these nations, all the news they're spreading is propaganda. But how we don't know that we are being prop? The news is actually the biggest. The news that we watch is the biggest propaganda ever. Disinformation, a lot of that goes around. A lot of that goes around. You don't even know where to go get to get any kind of information these days. Because it seems like everywhere you go, they're just telling you stuff so you can fit either some kind of narrative or to fatten their pockets, man. But yeah, we got Russia. We got a Russia situation there. Um, Before I go, before I go. I gotta, I, I gotta give you all a nice little story. Back when I was, I don't know, back when I was, I just got to high school, high school, right? There was a situation where I, there's a weird, like, would you call this a tick? I'm not sure, but it's, it's, it, I couldn't stop cussing, basically. I'll say the f bombs over and over and over and over and over. Once I got out of the house, I, I said that I couldn't stop cussing, man. I couldn't stop cussing. I remember, in I couldn't every, every sentence in every sentence I had the f bomb shooting shooting left and right. Or after every word, I'll start doing that. But when I got back home, nice kid. Nice kid. Family wouldn't know nothing. I'll act like nothing is going on. I got scared when people told me, hey, you spoke in your sleep last night. They'll be like, you talk in your sleep sometimes. I'll go, holy shit. Very scared of my dad. I, I went to, I really thought that I was going to say something to, um, and then he was going to, He's gonna hear hear it, and then he's gonna whoop my ass. Cause that's I was always scared of my dad of that. I was so scared of my dad. Coming up, so scared. I remember I used to um I used to wet the bed, man. So I wet the bed all the way to my early teens. All the way into my early teens. And the most embarrassing part of it was, we had um well two. There's two main embarrassing parts of this. We. <laughs> We had this, uh, I live in an extended family at the time, and my aunt 
her um husband had a niece and she came to live. She's around my age. She came to live with us. And then she started going to the same school as I was. And they live upstairs at the house. We live downstairs. And I wet my bed, bro. And they find out. They found out. And my my um well, can you call that cousin? Maybe she's my cousin now. My cousin. She got upset with me over something. She she blurred out in the um in the school, bro. It hurt my feelings. Oh my god, I shit hurt. Uh, and I hurt like shit. That hurt like shit. I couldn't believe it, man. But yeah, I I used to wet my bed every night. I remember my dad would wake me up with lashes. Oh my god, he whooped my ass. My dad communicate by beating you. <laughs> you wanna you wanna wet the bed? Alright. I got something for you. Communicated by beating the hell out of me. Uh, uh, there's a, there's another situation where um he um that I went to I went to a friend's house I went to a friend's house and we were drinking right still in my teens I used to drink when I was in my teens and he I made an Irish whiskey I've heard about an Irish whiskey where you got whiskey and then you pour coffee inside of it so. <laughs> I did that. An Irish whiskey. His name was Romel. I remember I went to Romel's house and we were drinking. And we were having some fun, man. Back when, you know, you actually used to go to Buddy's house and chill. And I fell asleep. And I woke up and the whole bed was wet. <laughs> the whole goddamn bed was wet. Oh, my God. This kid, the, the kid next door knew everyone. And he told, he saw my friend and my friend told him what happened. So, ah, man, never been so embarrassed in my life. Yeah, everybody in the neighborhood knew I wet my bed after that one. But that shit made me hard, made me hard. I say this, 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 the reason I say it, I tell you these stories because if you're coming to New York City, you got to be hard, man. If you're a migrant and you're hearing this story, come to New York City, but you got to be hard. Get ready for a challenge. Get ready for a challenge. It's going to be challenging. It's not going to be a walk in the park. Maybe, because some people, they come here and they, they stick to their guns. They know what they're going to do. They have a plan. They're going to make sure they send the money back home to the family. And after that, they're going to work their way up. And it becomes something beautiful. Something beautiful. Oh, my God. I, I, mm. Yeah, those days of me being young was... Um, I look at it and I go, God, I, I never thought I would live through those times. So I'm like, you know, you're embarrassed as a kid and you didn't want to show your face for, for days. You don't want to show your face. And you go, oh, God damn it. I don't know how I'm going to show my face after wetting my bed. Man, that, that girl embarrassed me. You know, it's cool. You know, it's crazy. Me and her, we're cool now. We're cool. We're cool. You know, some, some people, they just, you know, women... Uh, you know, I don't want to say women, but women, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, physically, y'all can't really, 
mess with us. So y'all use you use you run your mouth. You run your mouth. Let's be real. Let's be real now. You run your mouth. <laughs> she really got me. I was there having a full we were having like um I don't know, man. We just fell out. We uh, fell out and we had an argument and she just like all the kids were out there and they listen to us argue, and then I think I had the upper hand, uh, the upper hand. So I'm like, okay. And she hit the she hit the whole fight with she she tossed a foul ball. She tossed a foul ball. Yeah, and he wet his bed. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! What do I do now? I shut the hell up. That's what I did. I shut the hell up. That's what I did. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, be tough. You come to New York City, be tough. It's not gonna be easy. Um, also, I wanna I wanna give a shout out to. I'm I'm not sure. I don't like to speak on things I don't really know about. So I do know Iran is having a lot of protests going on lately because of. I think the women are trying to be liberated from the old regime that's going... Some of the rules from the old regime where they had job or the head covering, they're trying to... They're trying to um, show their hair, you know? Show their faces, show their hair. I do know in some Muslim cultures, some, because not all of them. I see some Some of them you don't have to. You Women have to cover up their uh, their heads. And I always wonder, how the hell y'all do that? When it's hot. Cause I remember when I had long hair. My hair was pretty thick. And in the summer. God. God. Damn. I would be so. I would be baking. Baking. And I always wonder how. The Muslim women. How they have that whole thing covered up. I asked someone one time. And she told me that. Dude, I, I'm going to mess this up. You know. I'm going to paraphrase right now. And she said something like, the only people that can see you here is your husband and maybe your mom and some other women. But like the men, like the men outside, they can't see it. Not even your uncle can see it because it's it's a form of your, it's, it's part of your sex, sexual identity. And if they see it, you know, it's um, it's disrespectful to your husband. And also men, I guess, back in the day, I can see this. I can see how men 200, 300 years plus more got turned on by your hair. I'm not disrespecting the Muslim culture at all. No disrespect. No disrespect at all. But I do know that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do the same. I see a girl with beautiful hair. Nice lips, beautiful eyes. God damn, I'm all about it. I love natural hair too. Oh, every time I get a girlfriend, I always tell her, "Hey, can you show me a natural hair? It could be short, long. It don't matter. I love the natural hair. The weave thing is weird to me because it feels like it's um. People have their preference, right? And this is my preference. So please don't be disrespected. If you are, go fuck off. I don't care. The weave thing was weird to me because I feel like it's it looks the texture is not real. It doesn't look it doesn't look natural. I don't know. It's something about that that I don't like. But uh, you know, here's here. I don't really stuff like that. I'm really not that fussy about now. Other parts now, I, I'm all about it. 
you can't have anything fake anyplace else if you know what I mean. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna get into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, man, the women in Iran right now, they're, they're trying, they're fighting. I heard, from what I've heard, the story goes, um, legend has it, this high schooler, or maybe she's in college, paraphrasing, she decided to, she's, she decided to show her hair. These two girls, I'm not sure it's at the same time, but they decided to show their hair. And they want to live in the, the new era, you know? The age of social media, the age where women are free, uh, women's movement is going on uh, uh, the other side of the world, and all these amazing things going on. These women now, they're trying to be cool. They're in a band. I think I saw a picture of one of them in a rock band. And this, she showed her hair, and she's very you know outspoken in this type of stuff, and she was killed for that. I'm not sure if it's the authorities that did it or just, uh, you know, some very conservative conservative type of, you know, individual that done it or a group of people. But she was killed because of her beliefs. And I think that is so wrong. You can't. It shouldn't happen. It should never happen. <sighs> now, I, I'm not I'm I'm a young man and I, I know me alone cannot change this world. His rules in place has been around for thousands of years, hundreds of years, probably thousands, I should say. And I'm not going to change that overnight. But I do think there's two, I don't, it's really the same species, right? Men and women, but it's two type of humans on the planet right now. And one is completely bigger than the other. And one does not know what what goes on with the other one. Now we only men only know about men. Women know about women. And I don't think a woman should be subjected to to to, to men's ideas and vice versa. You know? I don't think we should have rules in place that tell a woman she can't show our, our hair ahead now don't get me wrong if you if these women do not want to follow those rules in your society then we should create one for them then if that's the case then they should be able to leave iran then hey you know what i don't want you in iran anymore because you don't follow our rules but you don't just go and kill them you know you just don't go out there and just kill them because they you know and i know we of course we've heard of places like um Somebody, I'm not gonna name places because I don't want people coming after me. Now, some of these places where the women can't drive, women can't, they can't, they can't be by themselves. Now, that's 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 terrible, man. That's so terrible. Um, I'm with the women of Iran. I hope you folks get liberated and you're able to have peace over there. I hope there's no more bloodshed. Um, just. Just be careful because people, once you threaten somebody's, um, you know, somebody's culture that they have held up for hundreds of years, they're going to fight their ass off for it. So wherever you guys are planning and, and uh, planning to do, just know that they're going to fight back probably just as hard as you are. So just just go at it, but go at it smart. 
uh, it's it's terrible, man. We have so much the the, the foundation of man is is. I don't know if I, if I can say it's falling apart because I haven't seen it all. I know we're currently living in one of the best times ever, ever. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but we're living in some of the best times ever. Because think about it. Just 20 years ago, 20 years ago, we couldn't communicate on the level that we're communicating right now over social media and such. You know, So this is some of the best times. This is the age of information we can... Pass on information and do things properly. I don't think that we should be subject to borders as well, where borders are telling us that we can go and can't go certain places. Who, you know, if you believe in a deity and you believe in some kind of God, did he say or she say that we can't go here? If it's a he or she, that is. I don't know. You know, people got all these different type of gods, you know. you know, I don't want to get too... Yeah, I don't want to get too. Uh, I don't want to get into religion as much. Politics and religion, I try not to get into it, unless I feel like it's it's a subject that needs to really be addressed, like the Iran thing. Uh, women, men, out there, be careful, because you know, you're you're threatening the the foundation that these people sit on, and they will try to kill you, which they have. They have killed many women. Many, not only men, not only women, women and men over there. So, you know, you all be safe. And I hope that you um, you go through with what you want to do. And I hope you succeed. Um, I think I think for this week, that's, that's it. I hope you guys uh, enjoy this podcast. If you have already, please hit me with a like. Rate the podcast. I'm currently on, let's get it, I'm on Apple, Samsung, I'm on, um, wait, I'm looking for different things right now, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Google, come on, I'm on all of them, please, do me a favor and share this podcast, if you like what you heard, Please rate the podcast and come back for more. If you are interested in letting me know some of the stories that's out there, send me a story to the email that's going to be linked below. Uh, that's ripe jamun r i p e j a m u n at gmail.com. and tell me what you think. Also, leave me a story. Leave me something that happened. You don't have to leave a name. Just leave me some stories. Leave me something. Leave me a thank you letter. Leave me anything you want in the email. Let me get some content here, you know? Love you all. Stay safe. Be free. And until next time, peace out, y'all. Peace out. Peace out, y'all. Peace.